And can we take the 304 times a thousand bucks a month? You're doing about 300,000 bucks a month in revenue. Yeah. So we, we just did 310. So yeah. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is James O'Neill. He's the co-founder and CEO of Wildjar. It's his first startup, 100% bootstrapped, launched in 2016. And he's a passionate and driven with an appreciation for IPAs and APIs. I love that. James, you ready to take us to the top? Yep, ready. Thanks for having me. All right. What is Wildjar? What are people paying you for? Uh, so we're a call tracking and analytics platform. So um, when customers search online, um, everything's very measurable. Uh, through digital analytics. Um, But when the customer picks up the phone and calls, there's a disconnect between what they've done online and that offline journey and conversation. So we help businesses understand which digital marketing channels drive inbound phone leads, what happens on the calls and the conversations, and then integrate that call data into whatever technology stack you're using. So CRMs, analytics tools, um, you name it, will be there. So. In December 2020, when we chatted, you mentioned that the average customer is paying about $1,000 per month. Is that still the average? Um, yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty much bang on. So okay. um, we've we've gone through a few changes with with how we've approached the market. Um, we we started as a product led platform, and um, we we shifted to to hiring some people um, in sales development teams and tried to go down that sales development outreach um, way, but um, it didn't really work for us. So we've shifted back to pure product um, inbound strategy, and um, yeah, I mean it's the best model for us. So sticking to so that. let's let's talk more about inbound in a second, but first let's let's get the output right of great inbound. How many customers do you have now today? Uh, three hundred and well, as of last month, billing it was three hundred and four. <laughs> 304. He knows the number exactly. Okay. I love that. And can we take the 304 times a thousand bucks a month? You're doing about 300,000 bucks a month in revenue. Yeah. So we, we just did 310. So yeah. That's awesome, man. All bootstrapped, right? You own hundred percent with yeah. your co-founder? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you create an option pool for employees still just to get them some upside or no? Yeah. Um, so not from a, like an exit point. Um, we've definitely talked about it. There's nothing in, in writing, but we've had those conversations internally. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do a um, every month. We have a five percent of gross profit as a as a share, so um, that goes to employees every month. Okay, tell me how that works. So on three hundred ten thousand of top line revenue, how much do you take to the bottom line, and then how do you split that up usually? Yeah, so gross profit. Um, I think last month was about twelve thousand. So in terms of five percent, so five, that twelve thousand split between the team. Um, yep. as commission. So we don't pay commission to, um, I mean, we've only got one sales. Well, James, um, sorry. Is it 5% of 12,000? No, so 12,000 is the 5% of our gross. Oh, profit. I see. I see. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, so if we take 12,000 times, times 20, right. You guys did like, oh my gosh, you guys are very profitable. You did like 240 K of, of like profit, gross profit last year, 5% or sorry, last month, 5% last is 12 month. grand. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then how do you decide how to, who on the team to give what portion of that 12 grand? Yeah. So, and so we, we said it pretty early. So we're fortunate that we haven't grown too many people to complicate it yet. Um, but so at the moment, so we share it differently. So sales gets more um, because that's more of the, the growth side because there's no individual commission on sales. Um, yep. So that's how we set it from the beginning. Um, it's worked really well because it also means people who come into the business can also share immediately. Um, but it also means well, and the, the main reason why we started that way wasn't more from a sales point because I was the only person doing sales, but it was more of our support and technical and implementation side where the quicker they get things done as well, they know that if, you know, if they help customers faster, um, you know, close support tickets faster, they also share in that in that revenue that comes on because we're a very sticky product and and we are a, a, a it, it's a growing product so the more numbers and minutes our clients use the the higher their profit and, and revenue to the business so. Mm-hmm. so so how many folks are on the team full time today? Uh, we're at six, so six, we went from yeah. from five to ten, and then um, so it was three new sales and like a customer success, um, and we've we've brought it back to six. Um, yeah, I mean, you're doing 50,000 in revenue per employee per month, which is just like exceptional, world-class, four, four to five times what your VC-backed competitors are doing. Yeah, yeah. I know it's exciting when you put it down in numbers. This is why I, I like doing this because you get to really go into the numbers and look at it and yeah, you know, it, it, it's exciting. I mean, we love it. So it's, you know, we wouldn't change it for sure. Let me ask you guys as co-founders, you still have another $200,000 of profit you're making every month. How do you decide how to allocate that capital? Do you pay it out to yourselves as dividends? Do you keep it in the business? Do you go buy other smaller companies? What do you do with it? Um, so, I mean, we have been looking to acquire. Um, that's definitely been on the roadmap. And um, we, we've, we've identified a few businesses. Um, and the, I mean, debt's pretty easy at the moment too. So we're looking at possibly doing a bit of a debt raise there to do it. But at the same time, it's um, we, we have shared the profit as well. Um, so we've taken it in different times um, to help each other out. And um, yeah, so we've done that too. So it's, it's, it's only been sort of been more recently that we've decided to do that um, because there's no point just keeping it in the business. We, or we invested in another startup. So we did, we did help fund that. Um, there's another sort of charity business that we've put money into. So we've okay. That. Okay. So you're in a variety of things. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, this is great. Now talk to me about the acquisition stuff, right? So when you look at companies to go acquire considering your stage, what are you looking for? Um, similar businesses. Um, we, there's our competitors. A lot of them have been around in market for a really long time. And, and that's where we're winning a lot of our businesses from competitors who haven't evolved. Um, and they're still, their platforms and products are still, um, they haven't haven't moved forward and they're still still on old systems um that some of them haven't even moved to say like aws and cloud base and so we know that we can go in um migrate their platform to our platform maybe not everybody and, and not do it seamlessly but we know because we might we're winning so many businesses from them that we can do it um pretty easily and also so you go buy an extension where you'd kill their code base transition their customers from that other billing system onto yours and paying for your tech stack your code base your product yeah exactly yeah yeah, um, yeah. that's kind of what we're looking at and then and then also other complementary i mean sms um has been has been is this huge remarket for it again um you know through e-commerce and the like and um because we are technically carrier 
we 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 started to do a lot more SMS. So we we bundled in sort of SMS products off the back of voice products. So if if a call goes into a business and they miss a call, we'll immediately SMS the customer and re-engage with them. And and it's just more revenue that is adding on to it. So um, looking at other SMS providers, and then we can also just cut that cost back because they're usually paying somebody like us to deliver the SMS. Um, so we to buy that to, to acquire them that way. All right, if you guys are like me, you're traveling a ton and I am working out of the Delta Lounge in Austin, Texas or Barcelona or San Francisco constantly or at local coffee shops. What that means is I see that, you know, network pop up appear that says, you know, connect and then I'm connected and then I use it. Well, these are open public networks and these are one of the easiest ways for hackers to get into your computer and your accounts, steal your information you don't want them to have. This is when I started researching VPNs. It was really because my YouTube channel got hacked a while ago, a couple weeks ago. I couldn't figure out how and so I just wanted to make everything safer. So I found NordVPN, which is sort of the go-to. I mean, they're growing very quick. It's what everyone's using now to protect their networks for online privacy creating anonymity when they're viewing things online from these public networks. I encourage you guys to get your own account set up. Now, I reached out. They told me they give you guys a special deal, an exclusive NordVPN deal if you use this link. The deal is you'll get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month free. They'll also give you all your money back within 30 days if you're not happy. Check out the deal at nordvpn.com forward slash my last name, Latka. That's N-O-R-D vpn.com forward slash l-a-t-k-a what about the flip side of this if someone came to you guys and offered you guys 40 million all cash up front to sell the business do you sell um i mean look, when when we built the business we we didn't we we kind of thought five years because that's i mean you say five years but we were genuinely like you know five years we're not sales people and i think that's what we realized um trying to hire salespeople where we're, we're very much product and very passionate about what we do, but we're not very good at training salespeople. So if somebody did come to us, it would have to be a good fit where, you know, they can implement a sales strategy, put us into those sort of tools, then we'll do that. Um, I, I, to give you an idea that in market right now, there are competitors, you know, US ones to look at winding up a few of platforms like us to do something similar. Um, this is like sales ops of the world or? Um, more so like um, like if you look at the US, so like Invoker and Dialogue Tech, they've done that. There's in, in the UK, there's uh, Infinity and ResponseTap have combined and they're not really combining to say remove. It's just more just to bring um, revenue together. And so there's a few others who are trying to do it. Um, but it's interesting you said sort of sales log because none of those businesses do what we do. And we, we do everything before the call actually comes into the business. That's where our IP sits and that's what we're really good at. All those other businesses, it's around like what we're doing now is having the conversation and, and bringing analytics in the conversation, which is really, really important. But in a, in a buying cycle through a website, people have been searching for three months or a month and then as soon as they call, it goes into the contact center and they have that information, but they don't know what the journey has been like before. So we're, we're now integrating into like a dial pad and the talk desks and those cloud-based contact centers to enrich their data so that when we send it to that agent, we say this customer has come through a you know, Google paid ad. 
Um, they started their journey X months ago. Um, you know, they've called three times. So then when I have a conversation, it's more meaningful as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that also, they, if you end up doing that really well, they're all going to want to buy you, right? So that's great leverage for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talk to me about churn, right? So what's gross churn? What's net dollar retention? Um, so churn, um, so like a logo churn. So because we went through that sales, we have churned more than what we we, we traditionally did. Um, I don't have a, have a number, but uh, a net dollar retention has definitely gone up. So um, when I worked it out, it was like 22, so I think 122%. Um, okay. So, so it's quite. That's it's great. still That's quite great. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it is good, and and it's we 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 actually know it can be better. Um, and the reason why it's not is we've changed our onboarding a little bit too. So we um we we offer we don't say free because you know we 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 like to entice them to say that they will stay. So we waive the first month or two months invoices to onboard them. Um, with a, an idea that they would obviously stay on, and by doing that, um, obviously there's that that cost incurred on that side. But you know, it's it's um it's quite a competitive market at the moment, so it's it's been good for us to onboard clients easier that way. So, well, James, again, congrats on the growth. It's impressive to watch you guys bootstrapped. Uh, we're out of time. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one favorite book. Um, I, I don't read enough, um, but we did traction um, recently, so that was quite good. So Gino. Weekman, yep. I think it was. So that was quite good for us. Um, uh, and I think we'll stick to it. So I'll, I'll go with that. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, no, not really at the moment. <laughs> no. That's okay. No, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business besides Wild Jar? Um, Slack, 100%. Yes. We, we do everything with Slack still. I think I said that last time. And yeah, it's amazing. So number number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? Um, well, I've just had another baby, um, so I, I wasn't sleeping much at all. It was about three or four, but back to about six. So six okay. is been good. Yeah. So nice. So so you had two kids last time. Three kids now, married, and what? You're thirty seven now. Yes, thirty seven two days ago. So I was flying. I flew from Singapore to to Scotland. So I had like a forty five hour birthday. So oh. it just kept on going, which is quite good. <laughs> man, well, happy late birthday. I'm sorry you're stuck in airports, but uh, yeah. man, that's wild. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, uh, I mean, we're doing it now about bootstrapping. So not thinking about the bigger picture. And I, and I know you've been pushing it a lot, but it's, it's true. I mean, you don't have to be the biggest business in the world. And, um, you know, it's something that, you know, we just want to aspire to be a really, really good profitable business. So, um yeah, if we did this earlier, I would have loved to have started doing it earlier. So, <laughs> guys, there you have it. James at Wild Jar playing aggressively in the call tracking, complementation space. They're now working with caught 304 customers, paying on average $1,000 a month, doing $300,000, $310,000 a month in revenue, profiting almost two, gross profit, 240, which is amazing. Profit sharing plan with the team. They split up 12% of that 240K, which is fantastic. Good incentive there. They're doing all that revenue, 3.7 million run rate today with just six employees. Incredible revenue per employee. Beautiful example of a bootstrap founder doing it right. And all the way, by the way, growing faster than some of their VC-backed competitors. They were at 150K of MRR just two years ago. So doubling over the past 24 months. Really impressive, James. Thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Nathan.